Hello there, and thanks for joining me in the uh, podcast today. How do you convince somebody to participate in therapy, to go to therapy? I've often asked that question. How can I get my husband to come? How can I get my wife to come? How can I get my son to come? How can I get my children to come? Very common question and very common problem. So recently I came upon an article written by uh, Abigail Fagan. Now, Abigail Fagan is a journalist, but uh, she interviewed a number of psychologists on this particular question and pulled together some of the answers that um, are commonly dealt with when you deal with a person who uh, opposes therapy. They have objections, and you need to know what those objections are and then address them. I mean, that's a simple answer to it. You know, what's the objection? Some people have prior experience, which is pretty negative, or they knew somebody that had a negative experience, or they're just afraid, or they have something to talk about they don't want to deal with, they don't want to... They're embarrassed about, they don't want anybody to know, they're afraid they're going to be asked certain questions. You know, there's just a number of reasons that people resist going to therapy. So how do you help a person make that decision and will actually go to therapy? Choose the right time. When you're talking to a person, there's times to talk and there's times to be quiet. The times to ask questions and there's times to just listen. So pick the right time. When a person's alone, maybe a private situation that you're in, where uh, you can now discuss the issue with somebody privately and where you have adequate time to deal with it and you're not in a hurry, you're not in a rush, other things are not pending. So choose the right time. That's really what's... Be ready. And you'll know when that time comes. But when that time comes, go for it. Here's another uh, issue. When you have this conversation with a person, you have to do it with a considerable amount of care and good judgment. Here's what I mean by that. You can't be judgmental, you can't be angry, you can't be frustrated, you can't be mad, you can't be demanding, you can't be uh, sarcastic, you can't be critical. You have to be soft and kind and help the person know that you're asking them to go to therapy because it's in their best interest and it's in your best interest. And it's something that they will appreciate later on. Maybe not now, but later on they will. And some of the questions they have, some of the doubts they have can be answered. Some of the concerns they have can be addressed and if you can just help them figure out what those are and maybe list them a little bit maybe a person will go to therapy because he's now better prepared for it so have that conversation and caring and good judgment and don't uh don't try to force the issue for somebody to go to therapy but be aware of the common fears and misconceptions that people have and which one apply? Which ones apply to your particular situation? You know, it's such as it costs too much. I don't have the time for it. What my friends think. I heard about a psychologist or a social worker or a marriage and family counselor one time that didn't do very well and created more problems than it was worth. So there's just all kinds of these objections, and you need to know what they are and then just address them. If it's too much money, then you need to talk about the money issue, whether there's medical insurance or other ways to handle it. If it's a time factor, yeah, you can find a therapist that might be able to see somebody at night or early in the morning or on a weekend or, I mean, there are options that are available. You need to just kind of try to fit it together. But here's an important one. Share your own experience. If you've been in therapy, if you've gone to counseling, share your experience. You know, don't lie. I mean, it was a positive, good experience for you, then say so. If there were some things that weren't quite so good, you know, say so, but then show how that could have been handled differently or how what you could have done differently and but just help them see that in a very simple way a therapy experience is a good experience 
based on your own personal experience that you want to share with them. Make it as natural as possible. But here's a practical way. Help with the logistics. Help offer to babysit. You know, offer to drive them there. Offer to go with them and maybe introduce them to the therapist or to at least uh, be a support person you know, for them. If they have a support animal, then indicate that, yeah, the animal can go with. Therapists allow support animals to go to therapy. <laughs> so help with the logistics as much as you can. Find out what the roadblocks are. What's the stumbling blocks? And then see if you can come overcome that, you know, some way. Maybe you can't do it this week, but maybe you can do it next week. Maybe you can do it next month. You know, but get something going as much as you can. Get around the roadblocks that are put up. You know, and then obviously, you know, you have to know when to back off and stop because you can't just badger a person into therapy you have to kind of appeal and you have to help them understand in a very reasonable way that it's a good thing for everybody and everybody will benefit the kids will benefit the family will benefit the marriage will benefit your work will benefit social relationships will benefit and so on and so on and so on you're gonna to have to do all through that but at some point if the person digs his heel in deeper back off give time maybe come back and discuss it in another week or two or three Stay with it until it takes place. But it's got to take place in its own time. So don't force it. So those are some of the cues. Those are some of the suggestions that might be helpful. You know, when you're talking to somebody to say, you know, you need to go to therapy <laughs> or we need to go to therapy. You know, it's important to us as a family. As a family, we need to go to a therapy a program of some kind. So just indicate that this is just a, an attitude of love. It's, a, it's an offer of love. It's an expression of concern. It's an expression of support, of encouragement. That's what you want to get into, that kind of a mode, as compared to one that's demanding and authoritative and an absolute authoritative approach. You don't want to do that. So be as kind and as gentle and offer ways in which it can be brought about. And even if you need to go with them for the first session, that's okay. But the therapists handle it as well. Therapists know how to handle these kind of situations. They deal with them all the time. So kind of think of it in the sense of how do you get a kid to go to a dentist? You know, it's the same kind of idea, you know, that you need to help the child just feel comfortable and feel relaxed and see that it's a good thing and that it will be a good thing and uh, that you're going to be the supportive person in the process. So there's a similar pattern there of getting a kid to go to a dentist as compared to getting a person to go to therapy. So... Anyway, thanks for joining me. Very good uh, topic, if you will. I encourage you to go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Pick up the book, Lessons from My Father. These are ways in which you can learn to live a, a higher quality of life and deal with issues in your own personal life uh, by learning from the experiences of other people that have gone to therapy and what their experiences have been. So maybe that will be a way for you to do it yourself. Nice to have you with me, and thanks for joining in, and see you next time. Bye for now.